immersive technology is growing all around us in the shape of VR and AR. Facebook seems to be taking the lead in this industry with the release of their Horizon platform. But let's not forget about PlayStation and their role in the gaming industry. Other companies such as Zwift recently crossed the $1 billion mark evaluation with their virtual cycling app. They used this during the Tour de France this year at the height of the pandemic. In this episode, I speak to some local AR and VR developers up in Joburg who opened my eyes to the whole industry. Keep watching, hit that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel where I'll be bringing you more interesting guests and features just like this. Enjoy the show. Um, I haven't had a group session on my podcast yet, so this should be cool. Thanks to 2020, it's actually become a normal thing to, to have a group call. So um, I think to start, can we get you guys to introduce yourselves and just kind of in two minutes, just some background. Um, let's go with ladies first. Rafilwe, do you want to go first, please? Yeah, sure. My name is Rafilwe. And um, as you know, I do the marketing at 180 by 2 which is a VR, XR, AR online store. We deal with that whole side of things. So yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. Buzwe? Um, I'm Buzwe. I'm a junior dev at African Techno, which is a, a hardware and software company where we deal with mostly with uh, VR and AR headsets and also software. Okay. So I have a background in traditional um, web development and app development. Nice, nice. Given? Um, yeah, this is going to sound weird, but I do exactly what Muzu is doing. <laughs> <laughs> copy-paste. That's what I do. Yeah, just copy-paste. Yeah. That's what I do at African Techno, Ukulees. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So, you know, the thing is when Fiwe got hold of me in the first place, um, which is really cool that we, we found each other on Twitter. She reached out to me. Thank you for that. Hey, I hate to say it, but um, I've obviously heard of VR. I mean, we've all seen the, the eye thingies, and I, but I can't really get my head around AR yet. And then I watched the clip that Fiwe sent me and it was now there's an XR. So who wants to put the hand up and explain what all these are? Of VR. VR is more of the, the headset and enclosed experience. So everything that will be happening is happening in that closed environment of the headset. You see? And okay. then when you have AR, AR becomes more of like a filter or kind of like a lens. So it mixes um, um, the virtual and the real through the, the lens. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Sort of. So, for example, so if you're using, let's say, for example, like TikTok or Instagram or yeah. Facebook, those filters, those filters are allowing you to mix reality. Okay. So it allows you to have uh, an augmented reality. Okay. That's where the AR comes in. So now with XR, which is extended reality, which is a mixture of AR, VR, and everything in between, or MR also. So it just becomes this whole experience we're gonna get through the alphabet reality. at this rate and i think the xr is the last one <laughs> because there was vr ar mr xr so okay easily sum it up xr is extended reality which basically is an umbrella term for we just said ar and vr and anything so yeah i think going forward a lot of people are going to start using um xr to refer to this in this field work because as time moves, um, both AR and VR have been like 
intersecting somehow. They've been working interchangeably. And yeah, like he said, um, AR is augmented reality. So it's something that is augmented um, realistically in, into like our, rea- our real world. Mm-hmm. And it's something that has been happening for quite some time. It's not something that is new. It's been slowly being, incorpor- uh, being incorporated into our everyday lives. You can see mm-hmm. it in like cars. When you reverse your car, you can see where your car is and there's arrows pointing, you know, directions and stuff Mm. and navigation maps. And lately, I think the big um, incorporation of AR into our everyday lives uh, Mm. was like filters, Instagram filters and Snapchat filters. And I think, yeah, that like took it to greater heights because it became very accessible. And that's like just Mm. Snapchat. Actually, another another example of AR is actually this Zoom, this very Zoom call that we're on. All of our yeah. background filters that we're using, um, it's mixing the virtual with what you can see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I am reality, yeah. but my background over so here given, is. So you're telling virtual. me that you're not actually at the beach? Deepest wishes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's very interesting. And guys, obviously the, the industry, I mean, the tech industry is just running along. And, you know, here we are in South Africa. I feel we're always, always playing catch up. What are you guys seeing in, 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 in South Africa trends? Where are you seeing the gaps? How are you guys finding the market at the moment? Uh, Buzwe? I was saying that mostly in South Africa, um, XR is being used mostly for training and educational purposes and also maybe for games. But um, overseas, it's become more of a marketing tool. It's also become a a tool to enrich experiences. So for example, imagine uh, seeing, going to the Eiffel Tower and not needing a tour guide and just using your, an app that's maybe native to the, uh, um, to that venue, you know, through uh, AR core, and then you be your own guide, having an experience that you and your family can share on your own. So it's, mm. it's that type of thing that maybe we're in South Africa, we're still lacking behind in the sense of we're not really exploring the other possibilities mm. of XR. So Rafil, knowing that, what are your challenges? I mean, you're obviously trying to bridge the gaps and get the knowledge out there. Is that, you know, is that what you're trying to achieve? Um, yes, that's actually definitely what I'm trying to achieve. Um, is getting to a point where, because right now there is um, a community of X, um, VR developers, XR animators. Part of VR is 360, um, 360, There's cameras. 360 VR content, right? So um, someone will shoot um, actual footage, whether it's a virtual tour or films, there's films as well, and then upload it into a VR headset and then have short films like mm. that um there's there's companies like electric style they're based in cape town they're actually having a, a bit of a competition so they're having a 360 film festival towards the end of the year and there's been quite unfortunately if anybody wants to enter that closed on the 25th but mm-hmm. what they're doing is um things like that are um bridging that gap a bit more um there's, there's the AR VR hackathon mm-hmm. um, which is happening across Africa. Um, 
getting uh, students and young people involved in, um, in the development side of things, creating 360 content or VR content, but also having that mentorship to guide um, young mm -hmm. developers as well. So slowly but surely, we are starting to bridge those gaps through the different um, platforms, whether it's festivals or hackathons. I mean, another, another amazing thing that's happening is like, for, for example, Sisanda Tech t-shirt, which had a 360 heart on it. Mm -hmm. So then that, so now children are interacting oh, for educational purposes. And he, the heart is like how it looked like in the um, textbook. It's now on the t-shirt. So then the children can interact in fun oh, ways cool. with that kind of technology. So um, for our generation, we might be lagging, but for the younger generation, they're getting, there's so many platforms that they can get into um, to get us to that point where it becomes mm. mainstream and that bridges gap. And that, yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually super interesting. If you think about the learning curves that are happening. Yes. Mm. I, I never thought about it like that. Like there has been a gap, but that gap can be get filled very quickly at the rate that yeah. people are learning. Okay. So what advice uh, would you guys give uh, Buzwe maybe for you, like um, a young person watching, um, how would you get into it? What is the tech stack? What, what, what kind of things should they start learning? The first thing, there's, there's, two, there's two engines that you can use to um, create augmented reality, VR, 360 content. The, uh, the two, the first one is Unity and Unreal Engine. So these are uh, open source mm -hmm. game engines that you okay. can use um, with a variety of other tools in conjunction with them to create your own assets, to develop, and to come up with your own games, uh, training tools, whatever you'd actually like to create. So um, there's mm -hmm. actually a whole bunch of tutorials online, um, even on the actual website for Unity and Unreal Engine. There's tutorials and learning, uh, learning resources that you could use to um, upskill. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so these two tools, they do require um, some scripting or coding um, mm -hmm. understanding, but it's very minimum in the sense of that if you have no coding background, you can actually use the tools and be able to complete um, whole projects without it because they actually use scripting. So most of the stuff is pre-compiled. You just need to uh, have an understanding of what mm. each thing does and then put it together. Okay. Um I saw Rafiwe, there's a thing for Africa Tech Entrepreneur. Tech Entrepreneur. Yes. What is that? <laughs> so African Technopreneur is as Buzwe and Given were saying in the beginning that um they are under African Technopreneur, which mm -hmm. is the um hardware and software um uh, company providing um providing first of all the VR software, but also um, services in XR, which, um, which are the AR development that, uh, that Buzwe and, and Given are doing. Um, the guys also did something really great, which was the Project North Star. Um, I'll let them explain that a bit more. It was really awesome. They had this huge VR, um, VR headset that augmented um, reality and they did their, all, their own hand-tracking game. Uh, 
Mm. It so looks like it's an uplifting program as well. So you're trying to help teach people. Is there like a mentorship program on that as well? I think. Um, not as of yet. Um, they did have the mentorship program uh, previously, um, but that was put on pause for a bit so that they could focus on the projects that they're busy with right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me talk about what Rufilo mentioned, the mm -hmm. Project Nordstar. So yeah, yeah. Project Nordstar is a, a research and development project where it's uh, mostly about spatial mapping. So uh, spatial mapping is, is about like um, mapping your surroundings around you and also interacting with them in a virtual sense. So um, the game that she spoke about, we used um, uh, this piece of technology, it's called uh, a leap motion. Mm -hmm. So the leap motion allows you to, um, to do spatial mapping. So uh, how it works is that it's a small USB type device mm -hmm. that you um, that you would insert in front of your maybe Oculus uh, Rift or Quest, and then you would um, plug it in via USB, and then um, through um, specific drivers. So you have to download drivers for it, and then you'll be able to augment with it and also interact with it. Also using an, an SDK through Unity creates. Uh, specific um, different apps or games or whatever you like to develop sure. and then so and then so with africa and then going back to african technopreneurs mm -hmm. so african technopreneurs primarily before um this year we uh primarily dealt with uh sales of uh vr headsets and 360 cameras so um me and given uh the first um devs in the company so basically, uh, all the things that we're doing, it's uh, uncharted uh, territory, and we're just picking uh, the landscape. That's fantastic. So how's it gone? Like uh, it's been a lot of learning, a lot, a lot of learning, learning, and yeah, stress, stress yeah. and learning. A lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, tell me, explain it. Like, what's stressing you out? What's the challenge? Um, lack of documentation. So with an example, with the Project Note stuff, Project Nostra, it being a research and development project, there really isn't a lot of documentation around it. So you have to do a lot of uh, sourcing of help where you are visiting forums, you are mm. sending DMs to okay. people or creators of specific SDKs and so forth. So it becomes a bit frustrating because sometimes you could be stuck on the same thing for maybe two to three weeks because mm. you don't understand exactly how you could, you know, uh, mm. implement this or because there really isn't much documentation around it but once you figure it out and you start to understand you also see that hey man what you were struggling with at the beginning really isn't as difficult okay so there's apparently a hackathon happening you guys mentioned earlier um Rafiwe, do you want to tell us more about it yeah, sure. Um, so the hackathon, um, the entries opened in August and they will be closing on the 1st of November. And it's across Africa. There's 11 different countries involved, um, including South Africa, of course, um, Kenya, Mozambique, Nigeria. And um, the theme for the, Af uh, for the, for the um, hackathon is Africa Insight. And um, anyone can enter. All you need is a valid internet connection um, mm -hmm. because uh, it will be a virtual, um, 
it will be a virtual hackathon. That's how everybody's connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to necessarily be like Buzo and Given. You don't have to have um, all the technical skills needed. There will be mentors um, okay. available. And there's actually a Discord group that's already running that participants can already ask questions on whatever entries that they want to do. So if you, so it doesn't matter whether you studied fashion or you studied art, if you have a project, um, if you have an idea, any sort of idea that you um, would like to execute in VR, XR or AR, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can uh, send the online entry um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to provide you the link to the registration form. Then no, no, absolutely. We can add it all into the description of the, of the video and um, we can Twitters and everything. We'll get it out there. So am I busy looking yeah. at team, team South Africa? Yes. Team <laughs> South- <laughs> you guys are presenting. Hey. Um, no, on this side, the, uh, we're more of the, the mentors and also kind of the organizers okay. for the South African leg. Yeah. Okay. So behind the scenes, guys, yeah. Yes, yeah. You'll, you'll have then given at your, at your disposal to help you create, uh, recreate Project North Star in whatever um, capacity that you want. And how's the response yeah. been? Have you had a lot of people applying? Is there a lot of participants? The response has been good um, across the continent. I think um, as it stands, Nigeria has about 200 entrants. Um, locally, we're still trying to pick up um, the entrants. It's, it's okay, but we definitely want to get people more involved. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great opportunity. Um, it's in collaboration with Facebook and Link Solution gets like $2,000. So definitely enter, guys. You. Mm. It's, it's, you get to learn your skills, you have the mentors there and you get to win a great prize, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the, the two, sorry to cut you guys off, the $2,000 actually, it's actually for one of the prizes for one of the, um, is um, like a challenge that's going on right now, which mm-hmm. is about GBV, um, gender-based violence or just oh, any... Wow. Um, violence against women and children. Mm, mm, mm. So um, there's a challenge that uh, somebody needs to create a VR or AR solution that can be used to combat that. So then the the winner would get two thousand dollars. So entries close on the thirty first. Oh no, on the first of November. Okay. So yeah. All right. So gotta get cracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I mean, the hackathon, just the concept of a hackathon is just such a quick uh, learning curve for people, a, a great way for people to learn. Um, so yeah, definitely, if, if you're watching, submit, click on the link below, we'll put it there for everyone. Um, given you spoke about um, the meetings, are there, is there a strong community out there um, where people are getting together on a regular basis? How can people find you guys? Um, there's Facebook, um, and there's also, you can look up on Instagram. Um, yeah, there is a community, um, it's called via VR. So that's what you should search on like social platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. we meet up every last Thursday of the month and that's where you meet up with other guys in the same space and they can, you know, just share like information, share their findings, share the current mm-hmm. news. 
um, some people display what they've been working on. At least you get, you know, to be in the community and get feedback from other people. You get to ask advice if you need advice. Uh, there's just everything you need in a small space. Um, and, you know, just getting all the information you need from other people in mm -hmm. whatever you're trying to work with. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I must say for, for um, everyone that I've had on the show so far, the amount of people that talk mm -hmm. about the meetups and communities and how to, to, you can learn from the people at these. So yeah, it seems to be the trend. Everyone says, get together, just go and learn from one another because there's so much to learn and there's these gaps we need to fill. So yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of information. Um, education mm -hmm. economy happening from YouTube to the podcast to the virtual meetups and all of that. I think that's probably one of the most amazing things from um, the most amazing gains from lockdown is that mm. we really have um, now the community is no longer physically based where you and your small local book club get together. It's really mm. across the board. You can join the mm. meetup from Town from Durban. It's mm. really awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. So, like, what excites you about VR and AR and XR? What is happening in the industry right now that is really that the viewers are needing to know about? Like, what's really tipping the the scale for for the industry? Um. Okay. Can I answer first? Yeah. I, I think um, the fact that it's becoming easier to use. You know, it's uh, it's 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 kind of like web. I don't know if you know uh, with websites, you know. So if you think of uh, websites in the early 2000s, sort of the daunting task having to create a website, but then fast forward 15 years, there's Wix, there's WordPress, mm. there's this, there's, there's so many different platforms mm. that allow you to create a website, you know. Mm. So I think even with uh, with VR, XR, MR as a whole, there's a lot of tools that are allowing people to learn, develop stuff, and who weren't necessarily in the space or even had a background in technology and being able to create um, great products, great experiences. I think mm. that's the, the, the one thing that's very exciting about uh, uh, XR. Do you, do you say there's, a, there's a, an adoption that's coming? Um, obviously, the more that's out there, the more people are, you know, if they're, if it, if they're making it easier, that means more people are doing it. Do you see that there's going to be a, a bigger adoption for it? Because it's still um, pretty new. I think I think it's not because there's more people doing it. I think that um, companies who are, um, are, are market leaders in it are actually seeing the, the potential in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so by them um, seeing the potential in it, they kind of uh, driving and also kind of forcing people to kind of use the tools and creating easier ways to use the tools rather than um, sticking to maybe the core developers, the people who are you know, the traditional means of technology. Mm -hmm. Because I think even with technology, we're moving away from, you know, everyone being smart and moving to more uh, collaborative efforts, uh, working in groups, mm. you know. you know. So I think that, that's where the, the whole thing of trying to um, streamline things, make it easier for everybody to be able to use the different tools. I think mm. that's where that comes in. Mm. I think for me, probably the most exciting thing is the speed of implementation. Um, for me, the VR headset is feeling a lot like a cell phone. Um, now we're in September. 
face, uh, Facebook just recently uh, is, is announced the dropping of the Oculus Quest 2. The Oculus Quest 2 is a better headset, but it's also a cheaper headset, um, mm. which Facebook is now also looking at. So if it's cheaper and it's better, now more people can use it. Now the technology is even more accessible mm. to mm. everyday users that want to use it for education, for uh, mining, for their businesses. Mm. Um, so I think that that speed of implementation and that curve of um, it being a new technology to it slowly, really quite quickly jumping into a mainstream tool is what I find quite exciting about it. Mm. Mm. Do you have to, do, does everyone have to import the stuff? There's nothing locally made, just out of interest sake. Yeah, it's, um, I think that's where we come in <laughs> as a 180 by 2 and African techno because okay. uh, um, we, we, we import the stuff and then we also uh, resell to different uh, resellers. Okay. Um, I was going to add on, um, you, you had touched on, is anybody making the stuff locally? Um, mm -hmm. Eden Lab. They just also released their own locally made um, headset, which is mm. called the Eden Snacker. That's quite cool. It's like a little thing that you attach. Handle, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little handle. Oh, uh, no, you guys look very excited about that one, eh? All your faces pull it up. Yeah, that's a cool one. That's a cool device. That's a cool device. Made locally, a local company is making it. And if you look into what Eden Labs are doing, they're, they're, it's not just about the hardware. They're also quite uh, impact-based technology um, mm. company where they're, um, they, they, they're looking into wellness. They're looking into education. They're looking into so many um, important spheres, not just the hardware of it, but mm. the, the, the societal wellness. I don't know if that's a real thing, but yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to get yeah. at. That's an interesting concept <laughs> actually one on its own. I didn't even think about that is what effect will VR have on the human psyche? Is there a, yeah. a study on that? Mm. Am I going down a rabbit hole here? Uh, there is, <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, being homeless is one of the VR experiences. No. So it's kind of like an empathy training. So it's where you go into the VR headset and for 15 minutes you are living uh, as a homeless person in, uh, in, I think it's one of the states in New York. So you, wow. experience, you experience everything that's happening. So you, the begging, hunger, cold, everything, sleeping hours, being alone. Wow, so talk kind of about like a, getting some humble pie, hey? Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's so interesting, actually. And is, is that quite a thing? Is there a lot of that happening? Um, there's also other stuff like uh, people who are kind of maybe suffering from uh, PSD or mm. some sort of tra a trauma. Mm -hmm. So there's a uh, distraction training, which Eden Lab does for, let's say, uh, small children. So uh, kids, like, for example, uh, kids who, are, who have to undergo dialysis. Mm -hmm. So dialysis is... is um, um, Cancer. Uh, yeah, the cancer therapy, like chemotherapy, for okay. example. Yeah, like a chemotherapy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the, the child has to be seated there for like four to five hours without moving. So when um, they're given like a headset, it distracts them from, from that whole process oh, wow. of being there. So they don't even feel them being injected or the whole process of what's happening around them. So that's one thing distraction therapy. Yeah, yeah. 
um, it seems like everyone, well, in my first thought, VR, yeah. AR, entertainment. It's all about P PlayStation. It's all about games. It's all about those kind of interactions. What you guys are telling mm -hmm. me here is that there's some real world problems and solutions that you guys are dealing with. What's yeah. your take on that? Uh, I think there's just a lot happening. Uh, like the example, the, the things they touched on, like people with PTSD can, mm. you know, use like the meditation therapy to mm. at least calm themselves. They can, if you have stress, you can, you know, um, jump in that type of technology and just mm. distract yourself from the real world and just get to experience and, you know, the simulated world that gets you calm or simulated world that just distracts you from your reality. And mm. for that couple of minutes or an hour or something, you get to, you know, just ground yourself and be like, okay, again. And wow. with the, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about like the, like, um, it's your background. It really is your background. I'm just thinking like <laughs> how people can sell holiday packages using VR things. I'm so, you know, our definitely, travel companies definitely. can start saying, well, this is what it's like traveling or walking around the, um, the Coliseum, uh, for example. Have you, have you used Google Earth before? Imagine experiencing a Google Earth street view in VR. It's like literally feeling like you're at the place. Mm. So that's, that's what I love most about VR because you get so immersed in the experience that you forget that I actually have headsets on. Like if you're in New York, you feel like you are in New York, not that, you know, my headsets took me to mm. the place. So it gets so immersive and I think I, I, that's what I like most about it. Even when you're playing games or you're playing whatever, mm. you just get so distracted that you forget about the outside world and mm. just focus on whatever you're being mm. fed. And with the with technology improving, I think that's also one thing I'm interested in, in the XR, and I mean, in the AR space. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder what things like um, the Apple AR glasses are going to bring. I wonder what the music plays. People have been talking about those cheap. Google glasses for years, eh? I'm waiting, the Google glasses, I'm waiting for um, AR to say something, I mean, for Apple to say something about their AR glasses, because I think like once those drop, it might be a game changer. Um, I had a chance to experience the Vuzix Blades, which are also AR glasses. They're quite amazing. Like it feels like you, I don't know, you Tony Stark for like <laughs> a day <laughs> with those glasses. <laughs> and yeah. so with the, the improvement of technology, I wonder how, you know, we're going to incorporate that into our everyday lives, how that is going to help us navigate uh, everyday life with those classes. Mm. I'm really interested in this. Like, what's sure. in this I feel like it's, um, you know, they, they say about uh, email was just the door to the internet when it first came around, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like the PlayStation or entertainment side of vr is also just going to be that introduction to all the things that are going to come in the space listening to you guys i mean i haven't really it is dived the, into this. the lockdown has shown how uh vr has been like a different adventure or different platform you could look into as an alternative to how we navigate working how we navigate our just general meetings as people Facebook just launched um, a beta version of their Facebook Horizon, which is the simulated world, um, which you also get to experience in VR. And people 
um, have been, you know, dropping some nice reviews about it. It's just this new tech. You can check it out maybe mm. on YouTube um, and stuff. I must say you've, you've brought up Facebook quite a lot. Um, are they trying to head keep the, are they trying to stay ahead of the pack here? Are they trying to take the lead in, in the space? They are, sure. they are. <laughs> They are manufacturing the most. Yeah, what's Mark, Mark up to? Yeah, Mark is has been working hard producing the best uh, VR headsets with uh, Oculus Quest, with the Oculus Rift, which are PC based uh, VR headsets, mm-hmm. and with the Oculus Go's, which are like uh, an affordable version with just one controller, like a mm-hmm. I don't know a dumbed down version of. Oculus Quest, which is still great headsets, by the way, and they're quite affordable, making it easier for people to, you know, access uh, VR equipment. Uh, so yeah, Mark yeah. is working overtime to run over. Also, another way that um, people are going to be seeing it quite soon is with the integration of uh, Instagram with Facebook Messenger. So now there's going to be a whole lot of um, uh, AR stuff that you can do with um, with people you are video chatting with and all that stuff. So. It's, it's a whole, you know, takeover, basically. Mm. Also with the Facebook portal, with the Facebook portal, <laughs> um, which is this new device that Facebook has. Um, it's also going to come with like, like, so yeah, Mark really working hard, man. Yeah. He's working hard. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's almost, I want to go look at their roadmap and see what they've got in store for us here. Because um, they're clearly, they're going into this space while... I don't know who, what, what the other big players are doing, but it's your, it's, I, don't, I had no idea about all of these things. I'm so glad to have had you guys on today. Um, so tell me, like, I have a, I have a, a, a light hearted question. What is the most fun you guys ever had uh, using VR or AR? Like, how, like now let's go into the entertainment. What actually using these devices and some software, what is the most fun you've had? I think it's, Okay, for me, uh, Oculus Quest, uh, um, playing Creed. So uh, there's this one game uh, mm. called Creed. Creed is uh, it's like a boxing game. So you are Apollo Creed's son, and you are there trying to, you know, <laughs> become world champion, defeat Rocky, all the different guys, and it's it just it takes you away, you know. Yeah. Do you break so, a sweat. Um, you break a sweat and also the next morning you you actually feel as if you were boxing so you uh have muscle pulls you have your saw there and there you know that's so cool <laughs> that's the most fun you know um okay. just forgetting about the um, the real world and being transported to something that's virtual you know mm. um i always think of it of i don't know if you watched the movie uh ready player one or ready set mm. go or something like that yeah I, i've seen the poster or whatever i've seen it but i haven't uh, actually watched it yeah you see i i, I think of the vr or xr as that's where we're going you know mm. in the next maybe 10 years we'll be living that ready player one life where we don't need to meet up with each other we just hop into a part and we simulate we go into this simulated world where everyone is an avatar and I think that that's where it's going. You see, I think even Mark Mark Zuckerberg, he's trying to realize that because uh, Devon touched on um, one of the uh, platforms that they recently released, the uh, Horizon. Facebook Horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Facebook Horizon. It's mm-hmm. it's a platform like that. You know, even the 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 games around it. 
uh, on that whole thing of it's a fortnight type of experience, mm-hmm. but now you you this character it's in virtual reality you you're there. So <laughs> as headsets become cheaper, the technology yeah. becomes cheaper. People are gonna actually buy a whole suits <laughs> for yeah. it, you know. So mm. yeah, I think that for me that's the most fun. I think the gaming part of it, the inter- the entertainment part still still has the the biggest part for me. Mm. Uh, plays the biggest role for me. Mm. Yeah. For me, um, recently we did a jam session with a friend of mine, Una Rams. He's a singer. And we shot, um, we streamed that live from Facebook in 360. Um, we used like oh, an wow. 8K 360 camera. And um, yeah, that was the most incredible experience for me because I was there as well. Mm. But um, seeing people's interaction now, this is obviously, this is everyday people um, who are fans of Una. Um, mm-hmm. But now, for the first time, they've been introduced to being able to swing your phone around um, to see, like, so the band was in like a, 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 it was, he had a live band while he was, while he was singing. Mm-hmm. And um, the, everybody was like in a circle around him. So now if, Obviously, you get bored of looking at the singer. You can turn the phone around and look at the drummer. You can mm. look at the. You can choose to focus on the um, keyboardist. But um, just mm. that experience and bringing and bringing that kind of fresh experience to um, to people who um, who are completely new to this, seeing their reaction was I absolutely think, amazing. I think the music industry has a big opportunity here. Really. Um, there was that story about the Fortnite uh, concert that took place where like 9 million people or whatever it was logged in for that. The Travis Travis Scott concert, yeah. Yeah, so clearly there's a gap there as well, right? So in the music industry, pay attention. There have been quite a few live performances in in that. Mm. I think there was John Legend did something on a, through a, 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 VR platform. I think I think what Musa mentioned, like playing games on in VR has been like an amazing experience. But for me, I felt I was mind blown when I had the view six plays for a day. I had whole day to experience um, you know, wearing like the augmented glasses and just mm. experiencing everyday life with the glasses. And that's when I was really like taken back and like, whoa, okay, this is really like some potential here. These could be great because like, I could see calls, I could see pictures on my glasses, mm, I could take mm. pictures with my glasses. So that was like really an amazing experience. So it's yeah, crazy. like 20 stuff for a day is yeah. mind blowing. It's like it's the stuff we saw in the movies and now it's actually <laughs> becoming real, hey? <laughs> All right. So, Buzwe, Instagram was TikTok. Uh, Instagram. Refill away. Uh, fill in the blank. Sushi is? Great. <laughs> Given. The place you most want to travel? Dubai, currently. There's no, there's no palm trees. And there are palm trees in Dubai. Um, mm-hmm. Buzwe, what's the biggest lesson you've learned during COVID? Uh, time is precious. Nice. Uh, Refill away. Next biggest technology coming out? Um, definitely AR. <laughs> AR <laughs> changing the landscape of things. Cool. And then given, what is the best book you've read that's helped you in your career? 
Hmm, that's a tough one. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Let me see. That's helped me in my career. Or just your best. That's book. a lot. That's a lot of textbooks. So <laughs> I don't even know where to start. How to win uh, friends and influence people. Ah. Um, I'm a social dad. So interacting with people has been always been very difficult for me. So that sort of helped me loosen up just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a popular one, actually. I've heard quite a few people have read that. Um, did yeah. you know that Warren Buffett did a course or read a book about talking in public and that took his career to where it is today? Because he was a yeah. social, he couldn't talk to people. So, yeah, nice one. Um, Buzwe, any, any books that you can think of? Um, <laughs> I was going to say to you, uh, Richard Branson, uh, Breaking My Virginity. That's what's going. Ah, cool. I've seen but that. But I wouldn't say it's helped me. In, it has really helped me in my career. But it's it's helped me in other facets of facets of my life. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's. A, I've also heard good things about that. When people talk about books, I feel like I need to read more. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, I'm gonna cap it there. But it's been awesome chatting to you guys. I think that there's a lot of doors opening up. So um, the conversation is clearly going to be carrying on. So yeah, I want to thank you for taking the time out today and ex and explaining to the viewers. Um, yeah, and we will definitely share all the links and everything for your events coming up. And, and yeah, again, just thank you. Every, any parting words from you guys? Um, nothing for me. Just uh, watch the space. There we go. I like it. Given? <laughs> thank you for having us, man. And yeah, yeah like Wooza said, just watch out for 185.2. Watch out for African Technopreneurs. Awesome. Yeah. Rafilwe? For me, I just want to say thank you for having us. This has been, it's, it's, it's always nice. Like, you know, every day interacting, like doing the work, mm. you never really get to sit back again and appreciate. So having this mm. conversation really brought out all the things I appreciate about being in this industry. So mm. thanks for having us. <laughs> no, it's been great. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So keep up the hard work and best of luck for everything, guys. Sure, thank, thank you. you. Cool. All you right, too, um, take care. Thanks a lot, eh? Cheers. Bye. Bye. Okay.